Coming up on today's federal newscast, lawmakers seem to be banding together to save nearly a thousand jobs with the U.S. Forest Service. Customs and Border Protection could see some extra cash for hiring more border security personnel. And House appropriators want to give themselves a bump in salary. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Bipartisan and bicameral efforts are underway to stop White House plans to close some civilian conservation centers and transfer the remaining ones from the Agriculture to the Labor Department. Montana Senator John Tester introduces legislation which would prohibit the closures of the CCCs in 2019 and 2020. Tester's bill has bipartisan support. Republican Congressman Dan Newhouse offers up an amendment to the 2020 Agriculture Appropriations bill, which would also prevent changes to the civilian conservation centers. The amendment cleared the House Appropriations Committee. The Forest Service said last month it would close nine of the centers across the country and move the remaining 16 to labor. The move would also lay off about a thousand Forest Service employees. Montana's other senator, Steve Dane, says President Trump will keep the Labor Department from closing one of the Job Corps training centers in his state. House appropriators want to give Customs and Border Protection $151 more next year to address staffing shortages along the southern border and other ports of entry. A draft 2020 Homeland Security Appropriations Bill includes more funding to hire more CBP officers and agriculture specialists. The draft bill would also fund the construction of a new facility for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at the St. Elizabeth's campus. House appropriators want to give federal employees and themselves a pay raise in 2020. Politico reports 2020 spending bills in the House will not include freezes on congressional pay, which have been in place for the last 10 years. Plans call for an increase of $4,500 to congressional salaries to serve as a cost-of-living adjustment. Salaries have been frozen at $174,000 ever since Congress decided to suspend automatic COLAs in 2009. The House Armed Services Readiness Subcommittee is recommending a tenant bill of rights and new oversight on management companies to protect military families living in privatized housing. It would give service members a dispute resolution mechanism, prompt housing maintenance, and information about past issues with a house. The provisions stem from reports of mold, mice, and lead paint in some on-base military privatized housing. Military bases are getting a little help from Congress, but the funding bill still needs a signature from the president. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The military is likely to get some emergency relief for bases hit by natural disasters over the past year. Congress is sending President Trump a bill with $3 billion to fix installations like Air Force Base Tyndall and Camp Lejeune, both of which were devastated by hurricanes. The bill gives the Air Force about $1.7 billion and the Navy nearly $1 billion. The rest of the funds would go to the Coast Guard and the Army National Guard. The Air Force was forced to postpone its cleanup efforts at Tendal earlier this year because it ran out of funds. I'm Scott Massioni. Federal Labor Relations Authority Chair Colleen Kiko tries to convince members of the House Oversight and Reform Committee she has no anti-union bias. Democrats on the Government Operations Subcommittee worry that her recent decisions discredit the agency's role in administering positive labor management relationships. Kiko says the decision to close two regional offices made sense because of the agency's dwindling workload. She also cited her own interpretation of the Federal Service Labor Management Relations Statute as the reason why she decided to no longer recognize FLRA's own union.
Andrew Saul's quest to become the permanent commissioner of the Social Security Administration is finally ending. After having unanimously been approved by the Senate Finance Committee twice, he's finally approved by the full Senate to be the 30th commissioner of SSA. Saul's term as commissioner runs through January 19th of 2025. SSA hasn't had a permanent commissioner since 2013 when Michael Astru resigned in the middle of his term. The General Services Administration pre-approves a group of vendors to bid on contracts from agencies for their Centers of Excellence IT modernization projects. GSA makes 22 awards under its COE Discovery Blanket Purchase Agreement. The three-year vehicles have a ceiling of $100 million. The awards focus on seven IT modernization areas, including cloud adoption and data analytics. GSA expects the BPA to start accepting task orders before the end of this year. The much-anticipated federal data strategy is out, and its goal is to change the way agencies use data to improve operations and deliver services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Suzette Kent, the federal chief information officer, says the new federal data strategy gives agencies 40 goals to improve the accessibility, value, and security of what many call the 21st century's new oil. The Office of Management and Budget released the federal data strategy yesterday, detailing objectives around two main themes, practices and principles. Ken says the strategy brings together recent laws, policies, and executive orders where data is the connective tissue. She says among the near-term deliverables are a data science training and credentialing catalog and data protection toolkits. I'm Jason Miller. Though it may be out, the White House still seeks comments on its national data strategy. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. That comprehensive federal data strategy, published yesterday after long anticipation, is still open for comments. Next on deck from the Office of Management and Budget will be a follow-up to yesterday's release. The White House calls it the Federal Data Strategy Action Plan. That, too, will come out this year. Comments, the third round for the data strategy, are due July 5th. I'm Tom Temin. Find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 